Blog Talk Radio. Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire Show. This is Julie Anderson. I am your host, and I am so happy to be with you today. This will be our first show of 2020. Can you believe it? We are already in 2020, and I am so excited to be with you here today and to have my amazing guest that we're going to be interviewing because she is going to, the topic we're going to be talking about is going to play perfectly into really getting going for this new year. And it's not only a new year, it's a new decade, right? 2020, it is a new decade. And so we are going to be talking about uh, how you can really reinvent yourself this year. What is it? We're going to be talking to reinvent reinvention mentor, life reinvention mentor, uh, Tara Jarvis. And I am so excited to have her here. And I am so excited for her to be kicking off the 2020 show, as well as some exciting things that we've got. I'm going to tell you about at the end of the program, how you can connect with her, not just online, but how you can come hear her speak in person. If you live in the greater Northern California area, we'll be able to do that. So I am just going to go ahead. I'm going to read you a little bit. We're just going to jump right in. And like I I said earlier, stay on till the end of the show, because that's when you're going to not just hear her tip, her top tips for for women entrepreneurs, but you'll also find out how to connect with her and how to connect with us women entrepreneurs because at Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire, we are the go-to, the one-stop for women wisdom and success, all right? So stay with me till the end of the program. For now, I'm going to go ahead and introduce Tira. I'm going to read you a little bit about her bio, her biography here. Tara Jarvis is a life reinvention mentor and coach. She is a speaker, author, connector, and avid golfer. I love it. She works with individuals and leaders from all sectors to help them align their actions with their dreams to have more freedom, passion, and fun every day. Tara is passionate about the lifelong learning, empowering women and girls, volunteerism, and of course, playing golf whenever and wherever she can. So I am, I met Tira a few years ago and we have stayed in contact and I am so excited to have her here. Welcome Tira to the Women Entrepreneurs Show. Thank you, Julie. I'm excited to be here today. I'm so glad and I want everybody to know she is she is making time for us in her busy schedule as well as coming off of a little bit of illness over the over the last few weeks so we really appreciate her taking her time now i read a little bit about her bio who she is professionally what you see professionally you can read more and find out more by just simply going to tira t y r a 
at Tira. Oh, no, that's her email. Sorry. Go to tirajarvis.com. So T-Y-R-A-J-A-R-V-I-S.com. And all these links will be on the website. But we're going to talk about this whole idea of life reinvention, mentor and coach. Tell me, Tara, what what is this? What is it that you actually do? What does this mean? Reinvention, mentor and coach. Well, I think and it's kind of interesting that you and I would have this conversation as often as we've been kind of in the same places is because we probably have people in our lives that we want to try to help. And mostly it's people that feel stuck in some, some domain of their life. It could be their work, their career. Uh, it could be their personal life, their fulfillment, whatever. And my belief is that we all have the the ability to take on any possibility as long as we have the mindset to believe that we can really do that. And what I find is most, most people that are overwhelmed or frustrated or stuck are stuck because they don't see possibility for themselves. And so finding a way to get out of the current circumstance and get into a future state where you can maybe dream again, and maybe think about what it would really be like and what would be available to you um, in whatever, again, area of your life that is maybe not bringing you whatever joy or satisfaction or fulfillment you want, then you can actually break that down and bring it into some, some clarity for yourself and take some actions to it. And it's really the small actions that are going to get you there. But without first having a vision for a possibility that you want to create for yourself, um, you can't reinvent it. But I believe everybody has the power to do that. And with that comes almost an, a, a right to have freedom, power, full self-expression, and possibility around creating that for yourself. A lot of times it's because if you have to get out of your own way to allow yourself to see that. So I just use mostly a process from goal setting and strategic planning that comes from my business background um, and I just apply it to our whole life, and we do uh, an assessment of really identifying what those pain points might be, and then do some dreaming around what would it really be like if it was really the dream state that you really wanted to have, or and then what do you have to do to reinvent that? And we can do it at any point in time. And um, I've done it numerous times throughout my own life, and I felt that that was something that I could share with others. So. That's kind of how I landed there anyway. I love that. that I love that. It does. It does because, you know, so often, especially women entrepreneurs, I find, women in general, I shouldn't just isolate it as entrepreneurs, but women in general, we tend to, like you you said, get in our own way. You know, you got to get out of your own Mm -hmm. way. Uh, And it's not just always through the doubt or through the questioning as to whether or not we can or can't accomplish something but it is also just we get so scattered and we get out of focus because we're doing so many different things. Women just have a lot of different, mm-hmm. you know, pots that they juggle or, or pans that they spin in the air, so to speak. Now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what, how did you really, so you kind of told us what you do, but what led you to this point? Like what led you, because you said that you do have a business background, what kind of led you into doing the coaching and consulting on this, on this topic outside of the corporate world. 
Well, one of my um, reinventions, if you will, is that I retired pretty young. And every time I tried to break into what am I supposed to be when I grow up, I allowed outside influences to drive me to take a J-O-B or to be picked by somebody else to go do something because I really never took the time to discover for myself what it was that would really be the right next thing for me. So I had reinvented myself numerous times throughout the corporate structure within the Bell system. And then when I retired, I did it through a contracting and consulting model. Um, And it wasn't until after my husband had passed away that I finally was forced to say, now I really, now what am I supposed to do? Because that domain of my life was taking a different trajectory too. And I now had complete kind of an open book to reinvent myself any way that I wanted. So where it's a little bit different for me is that I'm a post-retiree choosing to work in a post-retirement environment. And where was it that I was going to bring the most value to the communities that I want to serve? And where was it going to be that I would get the most fulfillment? Because what I've found is you can continue to chase success. And if it's driven extrinsically by any means, somebody else telling you you need to get a degree, somebody else telling you you need to do this. If it's outside yourself, there will not be fulfillment. You may get that raise, you may get that job, you may get that client, you may get all of that. But if it's not fully anchored in what you want and what your awareness is telling you is important to you, it's still going to be empty when you get it. And so I was, again, in another consulting job. It was a great project. I was thinking that I needed to move into a corporate HR position as this post-retiree job, and it was really it just looked the same as everything that I'd ever done before. And I had a spiritual guide just basically tell me that's not what you want to do. You want to go into coaching. Um, you're going to be great at it. There's going to be a huge need for people to really have people with our skills, Julie, that can really help them help navigate this in a in a um, self-awareness kind of space and, uh, and that I would be really good at it. And the light bulb went on. I had self-procured coaches throughout my whole career and they were the most valuable guides that I'd ever had. And for me to be part of that, you know, community was really important to me. And so at that point I decided to go into business for myself, get coach training, start to, you know, start my business and move forward. And I've, evolved that a little bit from coaching to mentoring because I have such a wide array of skills that people don't really seek me out for coaching as much as they do mentoring and guiding. And uh, in the truest, most pristine definition of coaching, I would never give advice. Um, But people are usually seeking me for advice. So I balance the two pretty well. Um, The fact that I'm a connector and I can open up doors for people and I can help people solve problems is more in a mentor realm. Um, And so it's really, what is it that you want to create for yourself? What is it going to look like? Stand in that future fulfilled. What does it really feel like? Almost do a future pacing exercise so you can actually feel it at an organic level so that when life gets in the way and it starts to take you off track, you remember what it feels like and why you're doing what you're doing. And, um, but that's, that's what it was for me. And now I've been doing it again for myself constantly as you do, you know, we're at this point in the year where we're going to look at the prior year, the prior decade, how are we going to reinvent our own businesses and our own contributions? 
and what we're making. It's the same same process and the same skill set individually that I use for myself as well as for others. So. And I, I think that's such an important point. You know, for those who are listening, you may be thinking, um, oh, well, I just – you know, I've already done this process, and yet that reinvention is very important. I was, I was actually wide awake from like 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. this morning because my brain was go, doing just that. It was going, okay, we're looking forward to this new year, and there's just some things that that we are we're gonna we're gonna change within the group and within uh, myself and my business, uh, your best mind and and brain lady speaker. Mm-hmm. So it's it, you know, it's, it is, it's a constant shift. And I think that's part of what keeps our businesses fresh and it keeps us as business owners engaged and happy because if we're not doing that, we just, Mm -hmm. do you find that sometimes you might get just a little stale and unhappy in what you're doing if you're not going through this reinvention process? Well, and I guess um, I think that's a potential but I see this as a complete iterative process that is going on ongoingly, right? So you could actually reinvent a phone call. <laughs> I mean, we could reinvent this podcast at the end of it, and then you could take it and move forward with how you want to do the next podcast, right? You could do it quarterly. You could do it annually, whatever time frame you want to use. But it's really um, creating a different future or a different direction, and I guess where I, I really have the, the biggest empathy and I have a, a strong place in my heart for women and girls. Um, and I, I feel that based on my life experiences, I'm a wayfinder liberating the yes for choice because I believe power is in choice and feeling that you have choice. And so if someone listening doesn't feel they have a choice, there is always a resource out there that can help you. And it may be a coach, it might be a therapist, it might be a family member, a clergy, it might be anybody. But you, I really, I get hooked when I feel people feel that they're stuck and they have no possibility. And so reinvention means, and I'm an advocate for saying, no matter how tough it is or how bad it is, we can always turn it around. And so to your point, I think one of the things that I love about entrepreneurs, so when I say every sector, yeah, we have the we have corporate and we have public and we have social profit, right? They're all kind of different. And in that, you've got business owners and entrepreneurs. One of the things about entrepreneurs is that they, they pretty much, a, a critical success factor is they're going to have a growth mindset. And they're constantly going to be looking for how to make things better. And what ends up happening is when you live in the gap of not where you quite want to be, that can be very exhausting and very frustrating. And so you have to have tools in place, whether it's um, mindset strategies or self-care strategies to keep you from getting stale or overwhelmed so you continue to grow and develop and look for the next thing that you can offer, you know, for yourself to deliver whatever your mission is. Um, So it's just staying relevant. So I would say in the case of entrepreneurs, they might be overwhelmed and frustrated maybe with the, maybe the lack of results or maybe they didn't really produce what they thought that they wanted to. But if you really look at it with a critical eye and you look at it from what it is you really are trying to create, you can come up with some other strategies that will keep you moving, keep you moving forward. 
I love that. And, you know, it is, I do think it is important sometimes to have that, that uh, mentor or that other individual that can stand outside of the forest and kind of have that 5,000 foot view, so to speak, because oftentimes we don't in our own businesses. We just, we're just too caught up in the day-to-day minutiae of doing our work that we, we lose sight of that bigger picture. Now, speaking of big pictures, what is your big vision? Yeah. I mean, a lot of times what I've, oh, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Go ahead. Well, what I've, what I've discovered is, and, and the reason I have coaches still, and to your point that you mentioned earlier, you have to be careful because sometimes you can have too many people throwing plays in from the sidelines and you can end up with way too many things going on. So you have to have enough clarity and confidence in your advisors to choose the ones that are really going to help you um, and stick with it and not, you know, be inconsistent, you know, because consistency is going to be one of the things that's going to make the biggest difference. So choose something, commit to it and give it a shot. And then when you assess that it's not working, then maybe look for something else. But I had, I'm probably early on, I had way too many chefs in the kitchen, so to speak. And it wasn't allowing me to trust my own instincts about what I needed to do and what I was trying to create. And that wasted a lot of time and it wasted a lot of money. And it, you know, it's, it's helped me to get to where I'm at right now. So I'm not beating myself up about it, but you really want to be mindful about that. But the reason that coaches still use coaches is because we can't see our own blind spots. Right. We just can't. And I need somebody to point that out for me. And not be, you know, intimidated or, you know, judged or criticized by it, but to actually do it. And when I, and it's usually for me with clients, it's usually a simple, a simple thing that can dislodge somebody. Um, You know, one of the the clients that I worked with in one of my workshops was sharing with the group that she was, she was stuck in a loop where she wanted to own a home, but she didn't feel that she could own a home unless she was married. It was just a blind spot. And she wasn't wow. going to be married, so she was never going to own a home, right? And so then mm-hmm. she was in a lease. And so the lease would come due, and every time the lease would come due, she would go look, but she could never find someplace quick enough, so then she would re-sign the lease. And then she would never give the universe enough time to give her what she wanted before she'd sign the lease again. So she's sharing this with everybody, and I just said, so what would happen if you didn't sign the lease? And she had not even thought about that. Right. So she came up with a plan. She goes, well, I can live with my son. And then I, and within two months she was putting an offer in on a house. Nice. So when I look at, I mean, the power that I, I mean, I just feel so much gratitude for people trusting me to be in conversation with them, to be able to see what might be blocking them that they might not see. And it could be a job thing. It could be a personal thing, a lifestyle thing, whatever but actually seeing them. And it's been very affirming for me the end of this year, not to, you know, pat myself or anything, but I've done some outreach calls at the end of the year and and people made people that I've worked with this year, just, I mean, their whole lives changed in a matter of months. And I mean, and I just, I'm just, I'm just feeling really, you know, grateful that I was able to have an impact with people. So I know it and I just, and I know your work works and you know the role that mindset plays in all of this. And we all have to work on our own mindset because we'll be the first people to pull us out and go, Oh, I'm not worthy or I'm not ready or, you know, I'm a fraud, you know, and, 
we all have those negative, that negative self-talk going on. So we've got to really do some powerful things to keep us out of that. But I, I listen for that, and I, I really believe together we can cause transformation on the planet if everybody is doing what they feel they should be doing with their life. Now, is and, that uh, kind of part of what's connected? Yeah, is that kind of what's connected oh. to your big vision of what you would like to see happen on a large scale? Yeah, I mean, I believe that everybody has a, a birthright to be fully self-expressed in the world and be happy and fulfilled and joyful, and that I can help them do that, whatever those choices are, if they're willing to make a commitment, not just be interested in it. And there, and you've got to have a growth mindset because if you don't, it isn't going to happen. It isn't for everybody. It isn't for the faint at heart. But for those right. that want you know, something bigger or it, whether it's in their career or business or whatever, um, it's available to them if they're willing to take the actions necessary and be consistent with those actions. And, right. um, and then through that, we have creation on the planet. It can be in communication. It can be in services. It can be in whatever else we, we need to be able to do. And um, I, I just think that's what's important is being able to be there for, for others to help them see that. Right, right. I agree. Now, in your life, and I mean, you mentioned a little bit of your background uh, and mm-hmm. what led you to this, but what was your biggest struggle that you personally had to overcome? Well, I, um, you know, I, I, there's always a double side to this, but, you know, I, I usually say one of the big epiphanies for me was, um, when my husband passed away from cancer, which would be in 2008. And um, there's no accidents. I had, you know, coincidentally, you know, about probably a year and a half prior to that, had decided to leave a job. We had decided I was going to leave a job that I was doing um, to really go figure out what I was supposed to be doing in this next phase of my life. And uh, like two weeks before I left that job, we learned that he had a reoccurrence of cancer. And so I ended up with my first day off work in oncology. And, you know, I'm, this was a project for someone's life. And this was my dearest, closest friend. And I threw myself into this project. And um, I did the best that I could. And, and it, didn't, it didn't change the outcome, if you will. And so the process that I've been going through myself on this journey of my grieving process with him is that at one point I had felt that I had failed because he hadn't survived and why would I try again to throw myself all in into something when that's going to be the outcome? Your mind will play all sorts of tricks and stop you. And then what I really came out on the other side, realizing that that was really not the outcome of that game, if you will, that I was there to help my husband transition. That was his journey and that my journey was going to be a different one. And that I now had to go figure out what that was going to be. Because, I mean, you don't, this is my second marriage. Uh, you, don't get in, you don't get married not thinking that it's going to be forever after. And, you know, how did my story not end forever after? And I believe it's because there's a bigger story for me. And I had to really get myself wrapped around the fact and get myself healthy enough to figure, to go after that. Because it would have been really easy to just pull the covers over my head and, just stay, you know, stuck. And um, right. when I look at how I challenge myself around 
when I finally decided to sell the house and decided to move back to Sacramento and that I was getting too comfortable and I was playing too safe and that I, I wasn't doing what I needed to be doing to be fulfilling my purpose on the planet that I had to, I had to push myself to go figure out what that was going to be. And there were a lot of easy things that I could have done and I chose not to do those. So. Yeah. I, I, when you go through s- such a tragedy, that is what your brain wants to do. It just wants to shut down. Mm-hmm. So it's it's so admirable that you took that that experience and now are able to share the wisdom of your life experience in mm-hmm. helping others. And just that reinvention process of if you have something major in your life come up, how do you deal with the next step? How do you deal with finding that well, next step? That's, well, that's, I think that's, one of the things, part of the journey that I went through is an educ. you know, I'm a learner. So, I mean, I'm always looking for answers and I'm an analyst, so I'm going to take the fly shit out of the pepper. <laughs> but I was really looking, when, when I really got present to brain science, and you'll relate to this, and that the fact that the brain soul function is to keep you safe mm-hmm. and that you have got to be stronger than that. And, you know, the whole issue between your brain and your heart. So if your ego's in your brain, if you're comparing yourself to anybody on the outside, whether it's, you know, job, career, lifestyle, first of all, it ain't what it looks like because there's something else going on there. But if you're looking outside yourself for answers, it's your ego that's driving you to do that. But the real answers are in your heart because that's where your soul and your spirit is. And so when you recognize that your brain is doing nothing but trying to keep you safe from the dinosaur or whatever is going to, you know, and they're not even relevant today, but our body functions like it still is relevant. Uh, You really have to be bigger than that. You have to be bigger than that. Yep. And I'm often telling my clients, you have to almost have a conversation with your brain. And that sounds kind of crazy, but sometimes you need Mm -hmm. help knowing what to say knowing how to calm the voices or knowing how to convince your subconscious levels, you know, that amygdala and all of that craziness that this next step that you're going to take mm-hmm. is not going to kill you. It's exciting. It's not right. scary. And that, that's right. a big thing. Right. All right. Well, I want to, I cannot believe how quickly this time has go, gone by before <laughs> I tell everybody how to get in contact with you and what you have. I want you to, if you can share what, what life tip or tips, just juicy bits that, that you want to share with our listeners before we, before we uh, close up? Well, I just, I just to repeat, you really want to look inside for the answers. So whatever you have to do to be quiet on some basis, and whether that's meditation or journaling or whatever it is, listen to the voice inside your heart for the answers and choose your choices powerfully rather than, and from where you're going, not from where you are. Because when you choose from your present day circumstances, you will be influenced by scarcity conversations around time and money, and it will prevent you from doing any investment in where it is you want to go, and it will derail you. And so the other thing is that whatever you're saying to yourself, you want to remember that the universe is an intention-fulfilling machine. And it doesn't know the difference between when you say what you want or what you don't want. So be careful what you're saying to yourself. Be careful what you're writing about yourself. uh, And just know that you will get whatever you ask for. 
Wow, that's powerful. That's powerful. Well, as you can tell, you need to stay in contact with Tara. So I'm going to give you a little bit of information on how you can do that. To start with, if you are listening from anywhere uh, internationally or within the United States, you can go to Tara Jarvis. Again, that's T-Y-R-A-J-A-R-V-I-S. And these links are all on the show page. If you go to tirajarvis.com forward slash free, you can download her free ebook, which is called it titled Living Your Extraordinary Life. And this is a guide to help you in the re, this reinvention process. So you can start there. Uh, you can follow her and stay connected with her on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And again, all those links are on the show page. Uh, excitingly, uh, she is going to, if you are anywhere in the Northern California area, I strongly suggest that you join us on January 7th at 9 a.m. in the Roseville area. We at Time and Space in Roseville. Again, I've got a link to the Connections Over Coffee is the title of the event. But Tira is our guest speaker. And I'm so excited to have her there, especially with her topic. You can tell she's got a lot of wisdom to share. But her topic is going to is on the top five powerful tools to ensure 2020 is priceless. Top five powerful tools to ensure 2020 is priceless. So this is all about reinventing and just really making sure that you knock it out of the park or you get in Tira's, in Tira's um, uh, sportsman's words, the hole in one. <laughs> there for your for this year of 2020 and really really reach those things that you want to do and figure out how you can do that to ensure that that is it so those are the ways that you can stay in contact again go to the show page there's going to be links for everything please join us for the connections over coffee we would love 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 to have you there uh tira thank you so much for being on the program today I, we're going to have to have you on again in the future because I know you are just a wealth of information and I love your messaging and I love having you on as a guest and I look forward to hearing you on the seventh speak. So thank you very much for being here. You're welcome, Julie. Take care. All right. All right, everyone. So how do you get in contact with more amazing female entrepreneurs? Are you a female entrepreneur that wants to join our amazing group of ladies? Maybe you want to be featured on the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire podcast. Uh, Maybe you want to start, maybe you have an amazing message and you have a podcast idea and you want to start your own podcast and be part of the Women Entrepreneurs Podcast Network. If maybe you want to just stay in contact or come Uh, network with us. Maybe you want to start a networking group uh, using our formulas, any of that, send me an, send me an email at info, I-N-F-O at women entrepreneurs extraordinaire.com. So that's all plural women entrepreneurs with an S extraordinaire.com. And that is how you can, you just put in the subject box, what it is you want to talk to me about. And then, like I said, you can join our Facebook group. If you're international, of course, join our Facebook group, which is the group is, is listed on the show page there. You can also just like the page, the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire page. 
And we would love, love, love to connect with you on a deeper level. And again, if you've got a great message that you want to share, reach out. We are all about supporting women in business and helping them to grow as much as they can. All right. That is it for our program today for our first show of 2020. Kicking it off with a bang. I cannot wait to share with you all of the exciting things that are going to be taking place with the group, with uh, everything that we've got going on for this amazing decade. And I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you've got going on for 2020. So reach out, stay connected. And until next week, I want everyone to simply enjoy every moment.